KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. We all dream of retirement, but for most people, it's a dream that doesn't become a reality until your mid-60s for the most part. But with the pandemic and everything going on, a lot of people are under a lot of pressure. So we have a a group of people, maybe that 55 to 60 age range, that maybe are are looking at retirement a little more seriously than they would if things were quote-unquote normal. We wanted to to talk more about this idea of people looking to retire early, so we reached out to Jeff Bush. He is the Managing Partner and Chief Operating Officer of Informed Family Financial Services. Spoke with him about what he said seeing the questions he's getting asked about early retirement and what you should be asking if it's something you're thinking about. Give a listen. So our focus is going to be the the concept of people trying to retire early. But before we really dig deep on that, as a financial advisor, what are you seeing right now? What are the questions overall you're getting asked the most? And we hear unprecedented from your standpoint is this an unprecedented time as far as people trying to figure out their long-term financial health? Well, Matt, yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented in a lot of ways, this uh, this pandemic. But what we're seeing is this retirement rush is is really affecting certain industries more than others. Like, for example, we're seeing in the teaching profession, you know, a lot of teachers are being asked to you know, really perform under conditions that they're not used to, they're not comfortable with. And a lot of teachers are simply saying, well, we're not going to do this. We're not going to take the risk. And uh, they're, you know, trying to find ways to retire early. So if I talk to you in January, this past January, what was the age people would be talking about retirement and give us some context? What are the ages now you have people seeing what they can do? Well, I would say in January, the the age for retirement, you know, we're probably having those conversations uh, between age at the age of sixty two and sixty five or sixty six. Now we're seeing those conversations being had with people as early as age fifty five. It's I'd say fifty five to sixty to, or sixty two. So it's really pushed it back, maybe you know, as much as five years. What percentage of your clients or the people you deal with are you having this this conversation? Is it a majority of the people that fall into that age group or is it a kind of, kind of a rolling number? Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a majority. I would just say that it's significant. And it's not just teachers. You know, I think when we look at, you know, healthcare workers, you know, first responders, police officers, you know, firefighters, things like that. People that are in, I guess, public service type jobs, and maybe they have resources to do it. You know, maybe they have a pension that they can tap into, even if they're tapping into it early, they're still looking for ways to make it work. So it's that coupled with the unusual stress that has come along with, uh, you know, with this pandemic. So if I'm one of those people in those public service jobs and, you know, I'm at that 55 to 58, I've been doing the right things for the last 20, 25, 30 years looking towards retirement. How realistic is it to 
try to open the window early? I mean, you mentioned if you've got a pension you can get into, stuff like that. I'm sure the circumstances vary, but for the most part, is this something that most people can find a way to, to piece together, or is it uh, variable? Yeah, it's it's really variable. It really depends on a lot of things. You know, what have you done over the last, you know, 25 to 30 years? Have you, you know, have you saved for retirement? Have you socked money away into a, uh, into a retirement plan? And then, you know, then you look at the pension, but there's, you know, there's a lot of bridges you still have to cross. For example, healthcare, our Medicare system doesn't kick in until age 65. So if you're going to retire when you're 60, you know, you've got to find a way to bridge that gap for five years. So can you do it with your spouse? Can you buy private health insurance? That's a big factor that you have to get over. You know, the other factor from an income standpoint, how do you how do you make that work? Because you can't get a Social Security benefit, even an early Social Security benefit until you're 62. You know, so you're going to have to rely on other on other sources. And then if you're working in a, for a public school, chances are that you do have a pension. And if you've been working for any length of time, you know, that's a that's a decent number. But it's not necessarily the, you know, the 100 percent solution. You know, they these a lot of these uh, teachers are looking for, you know, to, to start other careers or other, you know, other ventures to bridge the gap. How many of the people you're having these conversations with, and you talked about, you know, teachers, police officers, how many of them are health concerns and how many are people that are just tired that the, the last nine months or, or excuse me, last six months have really just kind of taken so much out of them. They just don't know if they can, how many, how much longer they can keep starting the engine. Um, I think it's both. I think, you know, the health concerns are, you know, especially with teachers, you're asked to be, if they're teaching in a classroom around people all the time, you know, students, hard to keep the social distancing and there may have, they may have health concerns of their own that, um, you know, they're just very uncomfortable, you know, in that environment. So I think that's part of it. But I also think a big part of it is just the stress that comes along with that. You know, you're talking about, you know, in the case of the teacher, you know, you're teaching in a classroom, uh, you're wearing, a, you know, you're wearing a mask or you're teaching to part of part of your students are in the classroom and the other part of them are on a video. You know, you're teaching virtually, you know, virtually, depending on the age of the students, you know, that that you know, has its own challenges. So they're really asked to do a whole lot more than they've, they've ever been asked to do. And certainly when they, they signed up to be a, a teaching professional, that's not really what they, <laughs> that's not really what they had in mind. So it's very, it's very different. And, you know, the teachers that are in their thirties and forties, they certainly can't entertain that. And that's their livelihood. And they, you know, they're, they have to, you know, they have to deal with that stress and that pressure. But the ones that are, you know, are older and closer and, uh, you know, we we're talking about the finish line a little bit earlier. You, you know, that's the, the finish line has moved. You know, the finish line is, it, you know, are, are, it's not 65 anymore or 67. Actually, you can't if you were born after 1960, your full retirement age for Social Security benefits is 67. 
So the government really has has it set up that you're designed to work until age 67. And, and the Medicare benefits kick in at 65. So if you want to retire earlier than that, then you're going to get, you know, reduced benefits. If somebody hears this falls into that, let's say 55 to 60 age bracket, and this is something that maybe has kicked around in their head, they haven't pursued anything, but life's a lot right now. And they'd like to see what are the questions they should ask? You've talked about the medical coverage, stuff like that, but what are some things they should go through in their checklist uh, before they talk to someone like you or in preparation for talking to someone like you? Yeah. So the first, the first and foremost, what's your income going to look like? You know, we create these income models and we do all kinds of, you know, projections and find out, you know, how, how they're going to solve that problem and deal with the investment aspect of it, which is, you know, you have your money invested in the stock market or the bond market or various investment vehicles, you know, how's that going to perform? So that's, probably the biggest question. The second question is the health insurance. How are you going to bridge that gap given that Medicare doesn't kick in until age 65? You know, and then there's the, how does that affect the strain on your savings given that you're tapping into these resources earlier than you had had anticipated? Then there's the mental health aspect of it. Transitioning into retirement is is a, it, it's a big transition. So you're no longer working. So there's the whole self worth that comes along with working, and the, the mental edge that you get from working. You know, dealing with the mental health aspect, and you know, what are you going to do with your time? You're working forty to fifty hours a week, and a lot of people don't adjust well to that. You know, a lot of people don't think that they can, but they've never experienced it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to start another career? Are you going to volunteer? I mean, you're not just going to sit around and watch TV all the time. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of a recipe for disaster. So there's really a lot of, uh, you know, the mental, the mental game that comes along with, with, uh, with retirement that, that I think, you know, people really have to address. For people that are younger, that aren't in even in close to where they could consider early retirement. What are the questions they should be asking with an eye towards maybe wanting to retire earlier than, than most people and just retirement in general. I mean, if you're talking to somebody, it's 25, 27, 29, where should they, if they haven't done anything, where should they start to, to put themselves in a good position down the road? They should start by uh, disciplining themselves to, put money away periodically. And that usually means every paycheck, you know, set part of your paycheck aside, whether it's through your employer, you know, through payroll deduction, through some type of a retirement plan, whether it's, you know, a 401k or, you know, some other savings plan. That's probably first and foremost. So you're, uh, you know, starting to build a retirement nest egg. Because without that, you don't want to rely on the government. You don't want to rely on, you know, Social Security completely. You don't want to rely on your company's pension plan completely. And by the way, I should mention pension plans are becoming less and less prevalent than they were, you know, just a generation ago. Most people that retire today, you know, don't retire with a pension. 
you know, a lot of these public service jobs, you know, teachers, firemen, they may have a pension, but the average worker, especially the average worker who's moving from job to job over the course of their career, they're not going to, they're not going to retire with a pension. So what that means is you have to take control of your retirement yourself. So you have to, you have to start saving yourself for retirement. So the earlier, the better. And, you know, the other, I think the other piece of advice that we would give this morning is live below your means. And that is not create debt that, you know, that's going to have to be serviced at some point. Spend less than you make. That's another trap that people fall into when they go to retire. They oftentimes can't because they've got too much debt, whether it's mortgage debt or, you know, credit card debt. So we, you know, you have to keep your debt under control as well. And just as kind of an aside, um, as we talk about early retirement, there's kind of a generation of people who maybe were coming of financial age around 2008, 2009, they get hammered by the great recession. And now they might be in a lot of the same areas that got hammered this time around and continue to get hammered this time around. How concerned are you as a financial professional about this pretty large group of people? Uh, You know, we talk about retiring early that frankly can't comprehend the idea of being able to put enough together because they've been hit by these things that have been outside of their control. And these are massive financial uh, hits they're taking. Massive. Yeah. And going back even earlier to 2001, let's not forget about that recession either. That was significant. So really in the last 20 years, you know, we've had three major, major things. So yeah, people are faced with a lot and, you know, again, I think it comes down to just financial fundamentals and that you want to sock money away. You know, too many, I think too many consumers are living beyond their means. You know, a lot of stuff you can't help, right? Like losing your job, this whole, you know, this whole pandemic. And then, you know, you mentioned the, 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 the financial collapse of 2008. You know, a lot of times you're left without a job and you can't pay the rent. You can't, you can't pay your mortgage. So these are hard things, but, you know, we've prospered, you know, we've had a significant run up in, uh, in the economy and in, and in the markets prior to this pandemic, you know, we had a nice 11 year run in the stock market. So, you know, that's really was the opportunity to, uh, put money away and save and, and, and invest for retirement. It's like uh, you got to make hay while the sun is shining. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 